The following podcast is considered for a mature audience and should only be listened to by an adult. If you're not an adult, please go and get an adult so that you can watch them as they try to awkwardly explain all of the dumb shit that we're about to say. Listener discretion is advised. And now, coming to you live from the tri-state area and San Francisco, California, it's the best part of Wednesday. Waffle Box with your hosts, Mike Fish and Kush Hayes. Welcome to Waffle Box, a podcast where we talk about anything, everything, and nothing all at the same time. Coming up on episode 90, Berlin Perverts Rejoice. When is a chicken wing not a chicken wing? Jazam is back in this week's movie review and so much more. I am Mike Fish, and I am joined, as always, by this main man from San Fran. It's Mr. Kush. Hey, Kush, how you doing, buddy? What's good, y'all? Kush Hayes here. It's the original Waffle Box. It is the best part of Wednesdays because you accept no substitutes. Mike Fish, I love doing this show with you each and every week, and I'm excited that uh, producer Lathan has joined the party. So, how is your weekend? Well, my weekend went very well shall we say because i i so for the very like first time, time no for the very first oh. time um in what how long have i been living here now was coming on six and a half years six years i got a bit of mail i'm not going to flash up on the screen because it might someone might be able to zoom in and see where i live but um basically i i was summoned for jury's duty oh, no for the very first time and so i had the i had the joy because so i don't know how it works in california by new jersey so they give you a little green slip and you have to go on and they give you a special code and you go on the website and you enter the code and blah 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 and then you have to answer a quick questionnaire for your first time i guess and luckily for me one of the questions was are you a u.s citizen to which i answered no i am not no okay and it pretty much was like oh well forget it then if you're not gonna be if you're not gonna take it seriously <laughs> so i got out of it <laughs> Boom. oh wait so aren't you aren't you a u.s citizen now though because of, of, of the whole marital thing the marital no. bliss within your life i am a oh. officially i am a u.s permanent resident but i'm not a citizen oh. fascinating which basically, if you look up the the only difference between me and a citizen is that citizens can vote and do jury duty. Mm. And obviously, if I commit a major crime, they can just kick me out, which, you know, I wasn't planning on doing any major crimes. So I'm, I'm thinking... Well, I'm you do this show every week, so... Exactly. This is community service. This is This is... You know, the punishment before the crime. You know, I'm, I'm stacking up points. So we go, yep, you're well guilty. Done. You get 60 hours community service. Well, you've already done 90 of them. So you still got some credits, pal. Get out there and do some more crimes. Why not? I don't think that's how it works, but I like it. I like it. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be interesting? Well, good for you, dude. If you could just rock up to a courthouse and be like, eh, I've got nothing else to do. Can I, can I do like a year in prison now? Just in case I want to do some stuff. Might get some in lieu. You know? 
doesn't work that way. We're, we're, we're overcrowded as it is. We're not we're not taking advanced bookings. <laughs> that bed party would be a good idea. Uh, anyway, yes. How was your week? The last seven days Mellow. in this crazy spinning rock. We had another we had another storm, lots of water. Can't figure out where ants are coming from. So that's that's all that's a mystery in itself. They probably come from outside. Uh, well, they're definitely coming from the outside, but where are they coming in through the house? Like where's the crack? The hole. Right? Where's the little hole? Where's the little hole? I'm looking for the little hole. Anyway. Um avoided all the stupidity on uh, St. Patrick's Day, thankfully. And uh yeah, I think there was I think there was some sort of violent altercation in North Beach, but uh eh, that's also just a Friday. So well, I I experienced what I so in your in my little you know when that internal voice that you can listen to sometimes and sometimes it's probably best not to externalize it, but screw it, I'm gonna do it right now. Where I was like, I had this like it's a little crisis, existential crisis. I don't know if that's the right word for it. So but, uh, St. Patrick's Day was on a Friday. Happy days, right? So mm-hmm. we're thinking, well, let's go out and go out. It's Friday night, St. Patrick's Day. Why not? Let's go out. However, what we don't want to do, we don't want to go to an Irish bar. No offense to my Irish oh. brothers and sisters. But because it's going to be, you know, an Irish bar on St. Patrick's Day in New Every Jersey. Amateur. Every amateur in New Jersey. Yeah. It's going to be a shit show. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, let's, let's, let's just go to our usual spot. It's, it's an Italian place, Italian restaurant slash mm. bar. Mm. And, you know, we know the people that work there. It's, you know, it's, it's a local haunt. But sure. one of the barmaids who works there is Irish. So we walk in there. I'm wearing my green hoodie. You know, eh, that'll do. It's green. And they've got mm-hmm. Irish flags up and all the stuff. They're playing Irish, traditional Irish music, the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. And so I had I had a couple of Guinnesses, you know, as, as you do when in Rome or when in Belfast, I guess, would be the phrase for that one. But then this Italian restaurant says... We have some specials on the menu since it's St. Patrick's Day. Corn and they had and the cabbage. usual corned beef and cabbage. They had something else. And then they had shepherd's pie. I was mm. like, mm, I like a good shepherd's pie. But then the little thought went into my head. I was like, but this no, dear, no, no. they're Italian. Mm-hmm. Do I trust them with a shepherd's pie? And then the other Mm-mm. voice in my head was like, Wait. Oh, you got two voices. Yeah, there's another voice in my head. And then the other voice was like, wait, was is, was that kind of racist? And the other voice was like, I don't know. Is, is that kind of racist? Assuming that the Italians are going to suck at Irish food? I mean, it kind of is, but is it? Oh, I don't know. And then I was like, oh, my God. And then I just ended up ordering the shepherd's pie, and it was fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, to, to be fair, I would argue that most Irish people suck at Irish food, too. Oh, wait, wait to take the fleck off me. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not not exactly known for the culinary artistry. But they make a mean stout and mean whiskey. All right. Well, that's a meal in itself, isn't it? get, get, get Get your calories in. Get your calories in. Anyway, um... Producer, producer Lathan, how about yourself? Any update? 
I know he had some issues last week. Uh, any updates on that one? After what happened last week, I've installed locks on all of my doors. That way, Snuffles can't interrupt Daddy's happy time. It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Snuffles. Snuffles. Mm. I mean... Also, aren't we a little young to be addressing ourselves as Daddy? Um, well, no. You've got a little fur baby. I, you know, I refer to my little dog as my, my daughter. She's my baby. Okay, I guess. Okay, like, all right. Sure, sure. And I mean, when it comes cool. to that kind of, in, you know, who hasn't referred to themselves as daddy at some point? You know what I mean? Hey, I had to get into my mid-40s before I'm like, all right, you can call me daddy. I guess. Anyway. Evening, fellas. Do you want to hear a riddle? Oh. Lathan. I don't know. It's getting cocky now. He's getting, he's getting. He's getting brave. Do we want to hear? Do do we want to hear a riddle from Lathan? Do we? I'm afraid a little marionette's gonna walk right out on a tricycle if he does that. But all right, throwing caution to the wind, Nathan. Lathan, what is what is the riddle? Okay, go for it. What's black and white but red all over? No, this one's penguin pretty... falling down the stairs. Oh, I was gonna go. I thought he was maybe gonna go easy on this. Was black and white and red all over? It's a newspaper, right? So I'm going for a newspaper. And you're going for a penguin. <laughs> or a nun. Go on, Lathan. What's, what's black and white and red all over? Is it is it a newspaper? Nope. A dead zebra. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, well, thank you very much for that, Lathan. Why did we give him a microphone? Producer Lathan, everybody. Well, he does need to communicate with us. He has to let us know when, you know, like, all of a sudden I just... All of a sudden I just start speaking Portuguese... When I should be speaking English, like it happens. Like, the Surf Squad will vouch for this. Mios Dios. Is that, I don't know, is that a Spanish element? That's Spanish ish. Yeah. See. Si. Como esta. Anyway, that's enough of that shenanigans. Shall we get into tonight's news stories? Let's do it. Hey, Lathan. It's now time for this week's top stories. First top story. I don't know what that beat is, but I like it. I know it's funky, right? It feels like I'm. Oh, it's, it's bouncy. It feels like I'm in an elevator, but the elevator's on its way to a party. I'm like, once yes. these doors open, shit's about to go down. Fuck yeah! Speaking of things going down, we travel. To Berlin, Germany. If you know, if people, if there are people that know how to party, it's Berliners, um, apparently. But so this is where perverts in Berlin are going to be. Ears are peeking up, right? So the decision was recently made after a, um, a complaint was put in for basically. Um, how do we put this? Um, not equal rights. Let's you know what's what's what's, mm. the, what's the best way of putting it? How does I'm um, brain not inequality? Not, inequality, Jesus. There we go. So there's some inequality going on in Berlin. You, you know, we hear in about Berlin? this. I'd have never guessed, but never I know, right? But luckily, this inequality has been swatted away like an annoying mosquito. Okay. So now in the city of Berlin at public swimming pools. The ladies, just like their male counterparts, 
All right, now to go swimming. No top on. Topless well done, swimming well done. is now allowed in Berlin. Now, all of a sudden, there's going to be a bunch of overweight single guys in Berlin going, what? Actually, do you know what? I, I could do a little exercise. You know, maybe, maybe I could do a couple of laps. And they're going to be whoosh, straight to that swimming pool. You know it's going to happen. Those jerk-offs are going to just get their phones ready and they're just going to be going. I, um, there's a, I forget what marathon it is. I want to say it's out in your neck of the woods, but out in like New York area. But um, anyway, there's a, it's a free the nipple protest or something. Anyway, women, women are saying we should be allowed to walk around topless and not be in, not, not be charged with indecent exposure. And uh, they're not wrong. But guess what? When they did their little demonstration, topless, it wasn't uh, wasn't Reuters and uh, the Associated Press covering them. It was half a dozen middle-aged perverts just going, oh, yeah, this is, this, I've been waiting forever for this. This is my dream. Yeah, free speech. I support you and your nipple. I don't know why they're speaking like that in New York, but. Because <laughs> they're gross. So you're telling me that I can get my daily exercise and see boobs at the same time? I'm in. Yeah, I thought you would be. <laughs> well said, Nathan. Damn it, Lathan. But you know, there's there's gonna be Why that your one. Name Nathan? Lathan. Yeah. Did you say why isn't your name Lathan? Wait. Why isn't his you... name Nathan? Because I keep calling him Nathan now. Oh, I don't know. His name is Lathan. Blame his, his parents. Blame his pushy parents. Can be called whatever he wants. But you know, there's going to be one or because obviously, obviously, this is a choice now. You know, if if you are a woman and you go to the public swimming pools in Berlin, you have the choice to go topless, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, there's going to be at least one, and I'm being very generous by saying at least one. You're one guy very, who's going to be at the public restrained. swimming pool, and the moment he sees a woman there with a bikini top on, he's going to feel like he needs to do his public service and be like, hey, hey, huh. I'm only in a German accent, you know, hey, you, you you know you don't have to wear that, right? You could, you could, you could take that up if you want. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever See, been this... to a nude beach, Mike, Mike no, Fish? I haven't. I can tell you from experience, they are very disappointing. Why is that? Is it just mainly overweight men with tiny penises? It's definitely mainly men, but it is also, even when it's not men, it is still people you never want to see naked. Like, inside your mind, you think of like a Maxim magazine or, or whatever your, your your favorite porn URL is with, with all, the, all the proper bodies and just t- everything's tight and fit and smooth as wax. No. Everything is wrinkly and saggy. And whether it's their balls or their boobs, hangs below their knees, and it is not. No, it's it's only disappointment will come for this. But it on paper, this sounds amazing. But only the only people who want to be naked are the naked people you don't want to see, and that is a fact. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm not because I I'd like to think that I'm not a quote-unquote pervert 
I'd like to think that. I think I'm a nice guy, right? However, you know, you're, your thing, you're, you're one of two things, but no, nah, I would say you're not a pervy. But you know, you know how it works. You know, when you have a penis, sometimes the little fella has a mind of his own, and I'm just worried. That one has a mind of its own. It's like, mm-hmm. if ever I go to, around, like, yeah, like up Periscope, let's take a look around here. Who's this going over there? I think it's just. I think that is just a one. If you see a, a a pretty lady that 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 wakes up the general, then you know what? Natural reaction. It's 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 just it's just part of the game, dude. It it happens. I wouldn't be ashamed that's, of it. That's when you're like, oh, so I think my back needs a lot of work, and you just bury it into the sand. No, go away. You're embarrassing, daddy. There we go. Never daddy. <laughs> But yeah, that 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 would mortify me. So I'm I'm just gonna stay clear of those places. Probably for the best. Probably for the best. But uh, on to some other things that are happening. Talking about exposed meat. That was a very uh, loose segue. Um, Buffalo Wild Wings. They're they're finding themselves in a little bit of trouble because. Hmm. So you remember a couple of weeks ago, we spoke about Lady Gaga was being sued by the person who stole her dogs Mm. because she didn't get the reward for returning the dogs from the thief, even though she was the thief. Then you're like, what the fuck? So almost on that similar, no, no, no buffaloes were stolen or anything like that. But this is the one of the dumbest, dumbest lawsuits I've ever heard. So... A guy named Ayman Halim. I do apologize if I'm butchering your name. He is Sounds suing like a good Midwest Midwestern American. Good old American boy. Um, he is suing the restaurant chain Buffalo Wild Wings for quote false and deceptive marketing after claiming that their boneless wings are actually just chicken nuggets. Dun dun it gets better no. so he has filed his lawsuit at a district court of Illinois said he purchased the quote unquote wings at a restaurant in Mount Prospect Illinois in January he added he was under the impression that he was buying deboned wings because of the description on the menu Right. so far it makes sense okay yes if you think bonus wings are just you know Boneless wings. It's, fu- it's a fair statement to make. So far, I'm on your side, man. However, his lawsuit states, unbeknownst to the plaintiff and other consumers, the products are not wings at all, but instead slices of chicken breast meat deep fried like wings. Oh, my God. Are they in dinosaur shapes, too? Because that would be just real perfect if they were dinosaur shaped. Chicken. Real talk though, I I did used to, I used to love them for lunch when I was a wee baby boy. When you were eight, when you were eight. Yeah. Now we're talking. So we're talking to the, to the lawyer now. I, I do believe here. So had his plaintiff and other consumers. They keep bringing other consumers as if like every, it seems like one of those situations where they're like, yeah, we're all pissed off, and like everyone's just sitting around like, whoa, wait, don't, well, don't get us involved. They're definitely. Like, Hoping we're, to make a class action out of this. We're fine. Which does nothing for the people, but sure. 
So had the plaintiff and other consumers known that the products are not actually chicken wings, they would have they would have paid less for them. I don't think you can negotiate at Buffalo Wild Wings, but anyway, live your dream. Or would not have purchased them at all. Therefore, plaintiff and other consumers, they really they're really hammering that home. Ready, get this ready. Mm-hmm. So the plaintiff and other consumers apparently have suffered injury. <laughs> in fact, as a result of the defendant's the deceptive practices. <laughs> so I want to just uh, shift back about seven or eight syllables there. Um, so for whatever reason, and I'm sure it's at every wing joint, Boneless wings are for some reason like 50 cents more expensive than boned wings, which is weird because you're getting more. I guess it makes sense because you're getting more meat, but no bone. So And also there's uh, less work for you to do. You don't have to do the twisty thing and pull the bones out. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's so, yeah, people would have paid less if they knew they weren't getting chicken nuggets. However. Grow up, dude. It's 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 B-dub dub like it's. It's Buffalo Wild Wings. It's not the fucking Four Seasons. So uh, Mr. Halim from Chicago is seeking damages, injunctive relief, restitution, declaratory relief, and all other remedies the court deems appropriate. I believe the court will deem not much appropriate if I'm going to guess, but I'm not a lawyer. But the filing does not state the exact monetary amount. Here's why I think this is going nowhere, but it sure be fun to keep tags. Uh, contacted for comment, the representative for both companies pointed to a Twitter post on the Buffalo Wild Wings account, which read, and I quote, It's true. Our bonus wings are all white meat chicken. Our hamburgers contain no ham. Our buffalo wings <laughs> contain 0% buffalo, the post said. Boom! <laughs> I mean, that's a fair point. Hamburgers have no ham. Buffalo wings have no... There's no buffalo. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had a buffalo burger? I don't think I've had any. Have I had buffalo before? I've had bison. Never had buffalo. I want to say they're the same thing, but I could be wrong about that. Um, We used to have a Fuddruckers out here. That's always fun to say. They had a buffalo burger. And they had an ostrich burger. By the way, ostrich burger, way better. I don't know why. It's got just, just some, some, a little extra kick in it for some reason. I don't know what it is. But uh, also, yeah, Fuddruckers, very fun name to say. Um, they did a gimmick where can, if you eat this three-pound ostrich burger in under like 45 minutes, we're going to take a picture of you and put it on the wall. Just what I got two. I had two pictures on the wall. Ooh. Did you pose differently for them? So when they put the photos next to next to each other, it looked like you was looking at each other, or you like you was just giving each other like the thumbs no. up. No, they they just took my Polaroid. They didn't even recognize it. Even though it was like this is my second time. They're like, oh okay. Well, the, so the first picture, this it was hanging. The place doesn't even exist anymore out here. So it, it, all the pictures have been thrown away. But the first picture was oh. like in a nice predominant spot. It was like one of the first first guys to do this. And then the second one was literally just right, right by the waste can. And I was like, oh, <laughs> someone's going to put... Just above one of the urinals. Yeah, might as well have been above the urinal. But um, yeah, have you... 
I have not been to a Buffalo Wild Wings. Have you ever been to Dave and Buster's? No. I have been to a Buffalo Dave. Wild Wings once. Never been to a Dave and Buster's. Okay. I'm going to ask about your B-dub-dub experience, though, in a minute. Dave and Buster's, they opened a new one out in South San Francisco. That's where... Uh, uh, anyway, don't worry about that. Um, we went there. We had to walk up two flights of stairs because there was no elevator. And then when we got in there, it was like I describe it as hedonism minus the sex, double down on the children. Okay. Oh, I don't like the sound of this at all. <laughs> I'm not. Minus the sex. My, we we lead with minus the sex, double down on the children. Okay. There should be no children and a lot of sex at hedonism. But in this case, They've got the ratio minus the sex. Probably wrong here. Minus the sex, double down on the children. And what I mean by that is, uh, as you may know, video games everywhere. And there are tickets and prize packs. And I'm, I'm walking through the grounds. I'm like, this is just training kids how to gamble. Like, I don't care if they gamble, but this is what it's doing. Um, and then we sat at the bar. And they first, they did that one gimmick where they, they, they couldn't just have, like, one flat screen TV or multiple flat screen TV spread around. They do that gimmick where multiple flat screens make one big flat screen. But guess what? Some fucking townie took a beer and threw it at the bottom left corner. And you can't just, while these monitors are pretty cheap these days, you know, less than 300 bucks, I would say. Yeah, they don't make the same model every year. So you can't just go to the Best Buy and just get a replacement. Like, like so you have like an odd one in the corner. These are all the models. You'd have the odd one in the corner. So they just leave that one. The, the picture's playing. You're watching whatever college game you're watching. But then the bottom corner where the score is traditionally Mike Fish, gone. <laughs> it's just all static. It's just static and just the remnants of whatever happened the week before. Um, also, you get to the menu. There are no prices on the menu. Like, you know, sliders are 12 bucks, French fries are $3. They have that, but when you get to the cocktails, it's just... Oh, it's just I hate that. Shot. It's just a beauty shot and a, a sexy description in some kind of calligraphy cursive where it's like, you, if you need this drink, you need to get this specific brand of booze, okay? And we can only have we can only use these specific ingredients. Otherwise, it's just not a Harvey Wallbanger. I don't know what to tell you, Kevin. Or it's not a Long Island iced tea without these without these specific ingredients. Pretty sure it is. But there's but no no price. So if the bartender likes you, and if you're a pretty lady, it probably gives those drinks to you pretty cheap. But if you some schmuck that looks like me and my cousin or you, Mister Mike Fish. No, no, those drinks are like twelve bucks a pop. Yeah, I hate, uh, that is. I won't say it's common, but you will find it a lot at bars in New York, where they just they'll have like the drinks menu, but they just won't have the price. And it's like because normally, you know, normally, you know, the the whole idea is whenever you don't see a price, it's normally like, well, if you have to ask how much it is, you can't afford it, you know, in that kind of source. But it's like, no, I'm pretty mm, I confident I can true. afford these drinks. However. The question is, do I want to afford them? Like, are you going to suddenly secretly charge me $14 for not even a full pint of Heineken? Like, I need, I need right. to know these prices, if whether I'm going to stay or go. Don't fuck with me in this. Mm-hmm. I hate that. I hate that shit. Because he's like... your B-dub experience like? Like, I know, it was fine. It was, it, was just, it was a Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Sat at the bar. Had some probably... 
boneless wings. I can't remember. I didn't sit end up suing them, so that was good. A couple of beers, watch some sports on the big screens. Mm-hmm. It was just... Do you prefer your buffalo wings with or without bones? I'm a I'm a boneless guy. I'm like okay. I can eat bones. I obviously I don't eat mm-hmm. bones, but you know what I mean. I can, but I'm just very lazy, mm-hmm. so I just can't be fucked with the bones. Yeah. So we yeah, have a we have we a Lucky's in the neighborhood, and when they're available, and if you go on the right day at the right time, and it's not guaranteed that this will ever happen, but they have some of the best zesty wings ever, and it's just just thick, beefy chicken buffalo wings where you're just like oh my god like this this should be a, this should actually just be a drumstick i mean it's it's still a drumstick but it's like the size of a drumstick like it's this is amazing thank you i i love this and this is spices are great and settles in the stomach fantastic but then right around the corner is also a wing stop now and uh, when i go there one sodium city like my fingers immediately swell up just walking into the place but um yeah, I will go boneless at the Wingstop. I recently tried Wingstop for the first time. Wasn't a fan. I didn't, right. I didn't think it is. Uh, right. eh. But okay, I think isn't yeah. isn't Wingstop? Isn't it technically? Isn't it like a what are they call franchise? They are a franchise player, and so the worst it's kind of like goddamn French fries. The worst goddamn French fries of all the fast food French fries. But yeah, the problem with the, with the franchise is. You know, the the the, the wing stop near me might be very bad, but then if I find another one, it could be amazing. It all depends on. Oh, so. interesting. Anyway, where do we go from there? Oh uh, yeah. So anyway, good luck, Mister Ayman Halim, on your frivolous lawsuit. I've got a feeling, even though you know we don't root for the big guy, no fuck, you know fuck corporations, man. Um, I'm technically on Buffalo Wild Wings side on this one. I think this guy isn't going for monetary damages. I think he's literally trying to get like, I want to eat forever for free. Oh, at you're he's, he's, I think he's he trying to get a black card? Account. Yes. Oh. I want, Which is I devious. Want to, if Wendy's do one of those, I don't know if you do, Mr. Wendy's, but big fan. I will pick you up. Your French fries are better than Wingstop, sir. Mr. Wendy's. No Congratulations. <sighs> anyway, let's talk about some people who are actually doing something with their lives, unlike Mr. Halim, who's a chancer. Who's a chancer? But this guy is actually achieving things. He's got a certificate to prove he's doing these things. It's now time. <laughs> For this week's Dumb World Record of the Week. Italy. Why? Why? Why would I? Why? 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 Why would you want to do that? Uh, uh, we go to California for this week's Dumb World Record. Now, this man has broken two world records, but he has oh. used his record-breaking thing to then break a second world record. Wow, what a guy. Ooh, so what David Rush thinks about this. Mm, feel free to come on the show. Anyway, Nick Stobel of Salinas 
in California. Mm. Any idea where Salinas, California is, Mr. California man? Central California. It's 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 south of here, but it's still it's in between San Francisco and, and Los Angeles. There you go. Geography help. So yeah, Nick Stobel of Salinas, current holder of the Guinness World Record for the world's longest tongue. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I think we covered that, right? No, I think we we sidetracked one and we ended up talking about the guy with the world's longest penis. I don't think we ever went with tongue. We got to get these two together then. Oh, that would be some freaky shit. Matchmaker, matchmaker. (laughs) So yeah, he has the world's longest tongue, which is 3.97 inches for those keeping score at home. Although I'm not okay. sure how far you how, measure how you, that. Yeah, from, how do you because, measure that? Because I'm no, I'm no does, expert, but doesn't the does tongue like a, start like the back of your neck, technically? The tongue is definitely like right right here-ish. So it must right. be like yeah. maybe from where your tonsils are, maybe? Is They're it from the tonsils? Is it from the esophagus? Is it from the lips? Like, how do you measure 3.9 inches? We need to, people need to know. To so... He has broken the world record with his biggest tongue. The world record for fastest time to remove five Jenga blocks with your tongue. That's a record. Yeah, I can't yes. hate. I can't hate. I'm just confused that that's a record. Um, so is he literally popping them out like like he's playing Jenga, but yeah, with his gonna, tongue? Like, uh, and then he, does he have to pick it up with his mouth, or can he just like pull it? I out think he gets. I think he just face. flicks it, flicks it on the table. Uh, flick. Oh. Okay. So yeah. So with his tongue, he has to push a push a brick forward, and then he has to go around and then grab it with his mouth and then spit it on the table is, is we don't know do we I'm, I'm yeah it, it's just remove them from from the pile so it's the stack so just remove them from the pile out there, out there. or just so we could just do it from the top here. then well no you have to you have to you have to adhere to the rule so you can't go to the top level you have to at least the second level down he has to start with mm-hmm. but do you reckon so because normally when I when I play Jenga I know we go for the middle. It's normally mm-hmm. a safer bet, you know, the middle block. But imagine we've been like, like poking it with you. Must be hard. So I I'm mean, you, your 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 face is grinding on the on the table. Yeah, it's dangerous. Or whatever surface it is, if so, you have to definitely go at minimum from the middle. You you know, All right. well, good for him. So yeah, he uh, removed five Jenga blocks from the stack. In 55.526 seconds with his big old four-inch tongue. If he wasn't popular with the ladies before this, he should be now, but probably still not. If only he could breathe through his ears, he'd be extremely popular with the ladies. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, Great minds, Lathan. Great minds. Woo! But yeah, he apparently he also uses his record-breaking tongue to paint, and said that being a Guinness World Record holder has changed his life. I bet it has. So, but yeah. I'm not agreeing. So, I don't think being the Guinness World Record holder 
has changed his life because some people who are broke into a record, I'm sure their life hasn't changed that much. Like the guy that can balance six dice on the back of his hand. I'm pretty sure that hasn't changed his life much. I'm pretty sure the fact that he has the longest tongue is the thing that's changed his life. I'm pretty sure that's it. But there you go. You know, hey, hats off to him. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Good for you, buddy. True words. True what words. else could he do with his tongue? Anyway, still to come on episode 90 of Waffle Box. We have the trap door where we've reached the letter W for winning. Kush uh, is going to be re- reviewing Shazam! Fury of the Gods. And we've got so much more still to come. We'll be right back, though, after this short commercial break. Stick around. <laughs> It's now time for the middle of the show quiz. Damn, look at Lathan go, dude. I did not know he could break dance. To, to swing music. Well, he can do anything. Welcome back to Waffle Box episode 90. Wow, 90. Um, it's the middle of the show, so it's now the perfect time to play the middle of the show quiz. How this works, of course, I ask Kush Hayes five questions. One, two, three, four, five questions. And the name of the game is to get well, five, if not best out of five, three out of five. You know how it all works. If he gets question right, he hears this noise. Which makes him so happy. However, if he gets the question wrong, he hears this noise. <laughs> And that makes him sad. Oh, so sad. Nice and simple. Well, as it is Wednesday, 22nd of March, 2023, and the world celebrates International Talk Like William Shatner Day, I thought I'd put together a little quiz about the man himself, old Billy Shatz. Is this a real day? Apparently, I googled what national day is it, and it came up International William Shatner Day. It's also um, national um, <laughs> as young as you feel day, or something like that. Which okay, which I'm guess is the day you know that Leonardo DiCaprio goes. Oh, I'm feeling pretty young right now. It's like, not like that, Leo. Relax. Anyway. William Shatner. Oh, William Shatner. What a legendary man. What's your William Shatner uh, knowledge like, Mr. Hayes? How confident are you feeling about this quiz? Uh, Actually, pretty confident. Um, In fact, I'll I'll go as far as to just add a quick story. So as as the Surf Squad knows or does not know, I work on a lot of live production events, usually sports. And they'll do this thing where the set has been set. Uh, the talent is three hours away, but we're, we're running through rehearsals and we want to make sure everyone, we want to make sure the cameras are level. So they, they pull in people, usually guys from the crew. They're like, hey, uh, Kush, you mind being James Brown for a minute? I'm like, yeah, I don't mind. I do. You mind, you mind being the, the guy who used to coach the, the Dallas Cowboys? Sure. What, Jerry Jones? Why not? Um, one time they had me look at a teleprompter and they're like, just could you, could you receive a couple lines because we want to make sure the, the audio is good here. And I start talking, welcome to Thursday Night Football, where the Oakland Raiders are facing 
the Kansas City Chiefs. And as I'm saying, I'm like, why the fuck do I sound like Bill Shatner? It's because I'm reading it line by line on the teleprompter. And then it, later in interviews, he would go on to reveal like, yeah, I, I sound like that because I'm reading it off the cue card. And that's how it was presented to me. It's not a it's not a full cohesive sentence. It's Spock, do you have any idea what we could do with this information? You know, it's it's a lot of choppy pauses for no reason. But well, there's yeah. the reason. Behind so, the actors guild or whatever that what was that show called? Uh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Behind the actors curtain whatever anyway inside the actor studio there we go i'll give you a bonus point for that um question number one. Oh yeah nice and easy nice and easy which country on this spherical ball that we call earth does william shatner call home or i guess his birthplace Canada. there we go i don't know his birthplace is Canada. Oh, Canada, you I gave us Bill Shatner. I think that's how the national anthem goes. Ooh. Question number yeah. two. How many times, this is a real deep cut to be fair, but fun fact. How many times has William Shatner been married? <gasps> oh, like five times. Oh, he's close. Four. Four no. times. And four divorces. Well, Less. one of them didn't end in a divorce. Well, right, four exes. Maybe. Anyway, let's move drowned. on from that one. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Um. Anyway. Who's sad? Awkward. Question number three. Between 1982 and 1986, William Shatner played the title role in which TV show? T.J. Hooker. Ooh! I always, the actual question I had on my sheet was which police show, TV show, but I thought that'd be way too easy. Way too easy. T.J. Hooker says two one, two one. Question number five. No, question number four. Question number four. William Shatner starred as the big giant head in which American sitcom? Third Rock from the Sun. Ooh, I almost had you there, but congratulations. <laughs> what a great show that was. What a great show. Well, let's just complete it anyway. Question number five. In 2020, which Hall of Fame inducted William Shatner? Oh, God. Is it the WWE Hall of Fame? It's hey! the WWE Hall of Fame. Four out of one. You win. Nicely. Don't forget, you gave me a bonus point, so it's it's five to one. Correct, correct, Amundo. Uh, did you see? Um, speaking of the WWE Hall of Fame, did you see? Um, uh, who got who? Or I guess who is being uh, 
inducted this year. So I know Ray Mysterio Jr. or Ray Mysterio, as he's now known, is being inducted. But this is the second attempt that they tried to get Dave Batista in. But because his schedule isn't working, there's like, well, maybe he's not in this year. It's like, fuck yeah, they haven't officially announced him yet. But they just announced um, Andy Kaufman is going into the WWE Hall of Fame. Oh, wow. Okay. That's um, now, that's a crazy story. Andy it is Kaufman a very crazy story. Lawler. A crazy I'm story. a lot of people online are going to be like, okay, if Andy Kaufman really did fake his own death, this is going to be the thing that he's going to come out for. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm pretty sure Andy Kaufman's dead, but we'll 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 see his alter ego, who was played by him and a few people, um, show up. I forget what the dude's name is, but it's it's short, fat, shitty mustache, sunglasses. I forget what his name is, but he's Ron Jeremy. Real, real. Sh- I think Ron Jeremy designed his look after this guy, honestly. But and to be fair, have you seen Ron Jeremy recently? Prison has not been oh. kind to him. Mm, yeah, He's not that I'm worried. Player. He's a piece of shit, anyway. But yeah, my my one hope is that I don't think it's going to happen. But my hope would be when they induct Andy Kaufman into WWE Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. Jim Carrey comes out in full. Character. Not impossible. That would be great. Not impossible. I, I, mean, I remember not, that's that's actually a pretty smart bet. But I do. I, it's, I could be wrong, but I do remember. Maybe I'm wrong though. But in my brain, I have the memory of didn't he have like a lot of issues because he took that character very seriously and didn't he like say he had like Jim a lot Carey. of trouble coming out of there and things like that. Yeah, he found it Jim hard Carey to did that. Did that bullshit where he stayed in character the entire Shoot. recording. Weeks. Weeks and months. He just like Danny DeVito, who actually worked with Andy Kaufman, was also booked on this movie. He's like, this is the craziest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like, that's Danny DeVito saying that, by the way. Um, so yeah. The, that is a very smart guess, Mike Fish. Jim Carrey could come out as Andy Kaufman and accept this award. Because he has ties with WWE too, doesn't he? Does he? Jim Carrey? I don't know. Andy Kaufman doesn't, other than Jerry Lawler. So otherwise, probably the king will just probably accept the award for him. Well, I was thinking, like, because I know he's had his health issues again recently. So I don't know if he's what he's going to be oh, like really? come WrestleMania. But if, mm. if all being well, if he was able to, you'd have thought he would be the guy to induct him. So I don't know who would accept it. But yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'm sure Jerry Lawler can work up the strength to make a make an induction speech. Like, Andy Kaufman was crazy, guys. This guy, yeah. Andy Kaufman was the ultimate troll before trolling was a thing. Like The intergender guy, wrestling champion. The intergender wrestling champion. Yeah. <laughs> that was... In hindsight, that shit is funny, but there's a lot of stuff where uh, Andy Kaufman is just not a funny guy, and you're just like, now you're just harassing people. Uh, alter ego. Tony Clifton is his alter character. Tony Clifton was played by a few different gentlemen. Had to have been the, the way they did it. So I would not be surprised if Tony Clifton or Jerry Lawler accepted the award, or Jim Carrey. As any of those characters. Jim Carrey coming out as Jerry Lawler. 
That'd be also amazing. Fingers crossed. But I mean, there's a great story from Jerry Lawler about Jim Carrey. Because obviously mm. Jerry Lawler was on, he was in oh. Man, is it Man on the Moon? It was Man on the Moon, wasn't Man it? Man on the Moon, as himself, recreating as himself. the scene. But, and he was like, said because like, Jim Carrey was in character the whole time, and he would just be a dick to Jerry Lawler. And Jerry Lawler had to keep up. Like, no, dude, me and Andy were actually friends. It was, we was tricking everyone else into think, telling them that we hate each other. But we actually got along. So if you're actually trying to be him, you're supposed to be being nice to me. What the fuck? You, you're an idiot. <laughs> he didn't mm. like Jim Carrey at all. There, there, there's that documentary on Netflix, which you've uh, asked about a couple of times. And I don't know what the name is, but yeah, like they actually have footage of that where God bless Jerry Lawler, dude. He's just like, trying to be the ultimate professional like he's just being harassed at work ultimately but he is trying to just remain professional and calm and understands jim carrey is an actor and a comedian and probably crazy and so he's but finally at one point it's like he grabs him by the throat he's like don't you understand i could i could literally hurt you right now if you keep this up i'm going to hurt you i mean how long ago was that that movie was what 20 plus years ago I want to say 1996, but I could yes, be, I mean Jerry Law was was no spring chicken by then, but he he would definitely be able to murder Jim Carrey if he wanted I, to. I would still say modern day Jerry Lawler, today's Jerry Lawler, March March 23rd, 2023, Jerry Lawler could hurt Jim Carrey right now. Modern day Jim Carrey or young Jim Carrey even. So, uh, anyways. We're we're getting off on a side track here, but okay, Jerry Law, um, Andy Kaufman in the Hall of Fame. That's that's interesting. Will be interesting. But speaking of celebrities, there's just no offense, celebrities, but there's too many of you, and this world is oh, overpopulated. Yeah. So I'm afraid it's that time of week where one of you has to go. In this week's trapdoor segment. Uh, like, I don't segment. know if I feel like God during this segment, but I feel like a God. I have all the power. By the way, as so you might power. be able to see, if you're watching Too the video version, it needs to be regulated. If you're watching the video version, you might notice that suddenly me and Kush have suddenly got our little hoodies on. I don't know why it got so cold in, in Waffle Box Studios. No, but, uh... I took my hoodie off, but that's fine. <laughs> you won't be able to see the video because, but. My little has it's, it's furry on the inside, so it's nice and mm. Mm. no, I can see it. But I don't want to zip it up because then you won't be able to see my sweet Winnie the Pooh t-shirt, baby. Okay. I'm not Just mad repping, at that either. Repping the Pooh man. Ah. Oh. Anyway, so yes, how the trapdoor works. I give Cushes four celebrity names. And one by one, he has must show his working. He gets to decide which one of them trapdoors we open sends down into oblivion. We are slowly coming to the end of the alphabet line, and we have stopped for a quick toilet break at the letter W. This mm. week's W's are <clears throat> Will Ferrell. Willem Dafoe, 
Willie Nelson. And just to continue the trend, and since it's his special day, William Shatner. So we have oh Will Ferrell, Willem Dafoe, Willie Nelson, and William Shatner. Those are the four uh, contestants all nervously standing over their trapdoors. Cush Hayes, what's your thoughts? Damn, Mike Fish, you make these hard every week, man. Like, I, there are times where, like, I don't even know if the, I don't even know if the coin of fate can help me in this one. The coin of fate that we've relied on a few times. Unless you have a four-sided I, uh, coin. I will not drop William Shatner down the trap door because one his, his portrayal of captain kirk is on my mount rushmore of fictitious father figures i have that also include superman arthur fonzarelli and john shaft and william shatner definitely you know the way he went around i'm sure he is the father to many <laughs> there's many blue and green oh, aliens the, running the around whole... the universe Hollywood was a hell of a time back then. Hollywood was a hell of a time back then. Yeah, how many how many illegitimate Shatners do you think are out there? We'll right, get into that episodes, later. How we'll many, get into how that many, later. How many episodes of Star Trek were there? About seventy. Um, I think I want to say under ninety. Like it only went three years. It did. Yeah, I remember look, when I was looking up doing the research for the quiz. There's there's depth, there's more episodes of TJ Hooker than there are of Star Trek. I know that for a fact. Fascinating. Fascinating. So yeah, so he he was TJ Hooker more than he was uh, Captain Kirk. Fun fact. I don't know if that's true anymore, but okay. Anyways, well, because so, he did Shatner, he did the movies, said, but I'm I'm still I'm almost certain the there, was, there was more individual portrayals of TJ Hooker than Captain Kirk. But anyway, anyway, we digress. Okay. 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 <laughs> uh, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Has a has a specific rumor out there, but one he's a fantastic actor. I don't think anyone's going to dispute that. Is there a thing that you hate Willem Dafoe in? The answer is no, Mike Fish. But just 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 uh, well, from, from Willem Dafoe is one of those funny ones with because I mean obviously you're more, more of the movie guy than I am. But mm-hmm. if you were to other than because I'm a big comic book movie guy, so other than his portrayal in the the Marvel movies, if you were to say, hey Mike. Name me your top three William Dafoe movies. I probably wouldn't even be able to name one. However, that's fair. Every movie he's in, he's he's very good. He is very good at this. He is very good. He is very good in everything. So, in fact, he has made bad movies better because of his presence. Like the the Boondock Saints, for whatever reason, has this cult legend status. I hate that fucking movie, but he is the best thing in that movie. And while I've never seen it more than once, if we watch it again, I'd be like, you got to check out William Dafoe and this shit, man. He is amazing. Also, William Dafoe has has a reputation for having such such a huge penis that when he did the movie Body of Evidence with Madonna that involved a sex scene, they had to get a body double with a smaller penis so that it would not throw Madonna's acting game off. That is a true story. You can look I mean, that up what, on multiple podcasts now. When how what, what when did that movie come out? Oh, like nineteen ninety-two. Oh, it's, it's pretty old now. And that would have it definitely thrown her off. Because back in that, that was her yeah. peak penis-loving time. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "This penis is too much for me." 
Uh, you're like, wow, really? That's okay. you could retire on that. You could, hey, that's crazy. Let me tell you, let me tell you a story about my penis. Even Madonna can't handle this penis. You should fucking own that story, Mike, but just adopt that story. I mean, I, I could, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll just, uh, I guess I'll just tell it and then people will have, really? Have you ever met Madonna? No, but. But I did once but. mail her a picture of it, and then she sent me a um a, a, a restraining order. Put two and two together, she can't handle oh. it. <laughs> Says I can't get within fifty feet of her. Still can poke her. That's how big the penis That's is. What- <laughs> I only need to get 47 feet before. That's all. Anyway. anyway that's Next, enough about Will my fictitious Funny man, Will Ferrell. You're not going anywhere either, Mr. Will Ferrell. The, the world needs comedy. You are the funniest man on this list for sure. Um, you've been in a lot of bad projects, but I don't think you were bad in any of those projects and did the best you could. So, with that being said, Mr. Willie Nelson, this is much like the last few weeks. We are basing this merely on age. You're in your 90s. It's cute. You're a stoner. I I would love to smoke weed with Willie Nelson. That's going to be a hell of a story for me to tell. Not just my grandchildren, but my illegitimate grandchildren as well. So, um, unfortunately, it's it's an age thing at this point. So, 90-year-old Willie Nelson, thank you for your service. You will not be forgotten. Plus, also, you're like 95 years old. Knock off, why have you got pigtails still? Knock it off. It's obnoxious. I mean, he, he doesn't cut his hair. Like, he needs to keep them in pigtails. And unfortunately, I don't know a Willie Nelson song. And as a fellow redhead, maybe maybe that's my crime to bear. But uh, it just, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. And Willie Nelson, we need you to do your duty. And mm-hmm. kick that trap door. Duty. Anyway. We're chugging on on episode 90 of Waffle Box. It's not time because some movies have come out. As we said, Kush is a very big movie guy and he watches a lot of movies and he likes to talk about those movies in a segment that we like to call Kush's Movie Review. Kush's movie review. In a world where people are walking around the grocery store or sitting in a bar and they're listening to the music and then they're like, oh my God, I love this song, but what is it? I want to put this in my playlist. Only one man can help them. He has the strength of a thousand men and the music knowledge of a million. It's Shazam. Is that, is that the same guy? Is that what this is? Shazam. <laughs> no? It's an interesting cross mix you made there. That was an interesting mix you made. Uh, I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks. So, Shazam! Shazam! That was the coin of fate dropping. Oh my God. Shazam. Shazam 2. Theory of the Gods. It's um, This is the second Shazam movie, as we just noted. It is PG-13. It is two hours and ten minutes, which ten minutes too long. I normally don't like. 
It's, you know what? This movie could have been shorter, but I actually don't have a complaint about its run length. However, um, I'm going to say this. Uh, directed by David F. Sandberg. He is uh, responsible for some of the Annabelle films. He also did a movie called Lights Out, which is why everyone knows him. He did the previous Shazam movie. Um, did you see the last Shazam movie? I did. I actually enjoyed it. I thought it, was, I thought it was pretty good. Fun little family movie. Fun superhero movie. It's We, we get a lot of comparisons to the 90s, but yeah, if this was the 90s, this movie would have fucking crushed it, dude. Like, they're equal parts horror, action, adventure, super heroics, of course, comedy. There's some romance. Like, there's tragedy. Like, Shazam! Fury of the Gods seems to deliver a lot, and it. Uh, we might have to thank the writers Henry Gaiden, who I'm not familiar with, but also Chris Morgan, who is responsible for the Fast and Furious franchise. Ooh. Ooh, indeed. David F. Sandberg, like I said, directed this. And this is uh, Shazam. It's four years later. And this is actually, unlike most comic book movies, this is not adapted from any one specific story arc in the Shazam-verse or the, the DC comic-verse or whatever. This is a completely original story. This involves Helen Mirren, Lucy Liu, and Rachel Ziegler. Uh, spoiler alert, Rachel Ziegler is also one of the god ladies and uh, their their goal is to get the staff from the previous Shazam movie and uh, take back power from the gods that imprisoned them. It, it, it gets into a whole thing but um, Zach Levi is the star. Like I said, Helen Mirren, Lucy Liu, Rachel Ziegler, uh, Jaimon Hunson who apparently needs better representation in Hollywood, and I'm talking about his uh, management, because uh, he came out and said, like, yeah, I don't make shit on any of these movies I do. And, like, you need a better agent, sir. You're you're a fantastic actor. I, I know you're an Academy Award nominee. I don't remember if you won a thing, but if if you're not being paid what you feel you earn, you're ha- you have bad management, sir. It's not you. It's your management. Anyway... The events from the last Shazam roll over into this movie. It's been four years later. Everyone is four years older. And uh, Billy Batson is getting ready to turn 18. And that means he's going to come out of... Um, he's... A, he, he's um, what's the word I'm looking for? An orphan? Puberty? He's an orphan. Oh. Well, he's he's experiencing puberty by a lot. But yeah, he's uh, he's been an orphan... He lives in a group home, and unlike most movies where, like, the home is just there to take the paycheck and the foster parents are a bunch of shitty people, some of the best foster parents you've ever seen. Like, you you want these people to succeed. They Their only interest is taking care of these children. There are six of them, by what? the way. This foster six? family is in charge of six people, what? including Mr. Shazam. And um, we, we get a conflict where Mary, the oldest and the prettiest, is uh, she's now 19. She should be in college. She has to take on a full-time job so that she can still live with her family. But now she has to contribute to bills and rent and all that ill shit. 
and uh, she she would rather just be going to college, but she can't. And now we have to focus on Billy Batson is three to four months away from experiencing that, and he is still acting like a child, a child with superpowers. And these um these aren't the best superheroes in the game, Mike Fish. They are apparently the only ones in in the DC universe in a real city. We have Gotham, we have Metropolis. Um, I think the Green Lantern is from Coastal City, but 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 Shazam is actually from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It's actually one of the few DC oh. movies where. <laughs> that. Who said that? I don't know. Who said that. That was wild. Like I heard that in my ear. Like Lathan, was that you? Ooh, <laughs> Lathan being very quiet, being very quietly. Yeah, he's being suspicious now. Oh. Anyways. I don't want to get too deep into this review here, but I had a great time of the existing DCEU, a.k.a. the Snyderverse, which we still have two more movies left, The Flash and Aquaman 2, and then we get a whole new DC cinematic series. The James Gunniverse. the best one. The James Gunniverse, which we probably just coined on this one. TM, Mike Fish. This is the best of the DCEU films, of the Snyderverse. This is, while this is, you know, Zack Snyder's movies are dark and gritty and grounded. And this is still in that universe, but everything is bright colors and children are involved. And we're having a great time and wonderment and adventure. And again, there's some horror elements because of David S. Sandberg. And this this is the best one. This, I think the Shazam actually, pound for pound, is the best hero in the Snyderverse right now. So, having said that, I'm giving this a, it's in theory, I should probably give this a 3 out of 5, but I'm giving this a low 4 out of 5. Like, I really, really enjoyed this. Again, I think it's the best movie in this series of films. We still have two more. My opinion might change, but it might not also. Like, it, it has a lot of fun but there are stakes involved. Yes, there's the stereotypical, now we have to fight evil. Like, a, one group of good has to fight one group of evil. And But they, we, we don't even, it's, it's barely noticeable. Compared to Black Adam, this is much better than Black Adam. This was actually supposed to come out before Black Adam. And shit gets shuffled around, and maybe they regret that now. Maybe they don't, because, again, the shit's getting rebooted. This made no money. It was the number one movie of the weekend, and it made no money. So how does that work? There will, uh, well, the movie cost a hundred million dollars, and it only brought in like thirty, thirty million. Oh, I'm sure. And Give it time. Give it time. Everything is based on this opening weekend. Uh, like there are some people that just snail crawl to the finish line. We never hear about those. If you don't make that shit back by t- double the first weekend, it's it's a bust. So, um, again, folks, go out of your way to see Shazam! Fury of the Gods. This is a perfect family film. It's a perfect superhero film. It is fun. It is not dour. It still has real-life consequences. And, you know, it's it's a real city, which is probably the worst worst bullet point. But still. Um, I really enjoyed Shazam Part 2. 
So I'm going to assume since this was originally supposed to come out before Black Adam, obviously there's no mention mm-hmm. of Black Adam. No. We had a, a post-credit scene in Shazam Part 1 where the six... Superman goes to the six school. adopted siblings are sitting in their thrones and they're like, hey, there's six of us here, but there's a seventh chair and it's empty. And that was supposed to lead into Shazam. And this was supposed to lead into a Shazam versus Black Adam, probably versus Superman movie. Or Triple Threat. Definitely not happening. Definitely not happening. No. So, um, James Gunn, I know you listen. I know you're a subscriber. I know you follow us intently and you take everything from from my advice. Uh, I want to see more of the Shazamly. I want to see more of Zach Levi. I want to see more of everybody in this movie. Uh, David F. Sandberg, if you want to keep making DC movies, I encourage it. Like, again, two for two. Th- this man made a great, great series of films. So, again, four to five. It's two hours, ten minutes. Could be shorter, but I, I didn't feel the length. I didn't care. I had a great time the entire time. <laughs> I mean, we could see more. I but saw your see... eyebrows raise. You didn't feel the length. You didn't feel the length. Um, because I remember watching that video with James Gunn because there's, there's going to be kind of like two two DC universes going on at the same time, right? Because he's, he's talking about like there's going to be like DC, was it legacy movies? And then there's going to be DC universe movies, which are going to have one. Well, so there's always been the TV series, all right? And I well, because like, he's talking about obviously like the Joker up. movies and things like that where they're, they're still DC movies, but they're not part of the overall DCU story That's arc. Right. So it's gonna be right. like so there's a Joker think, Part Two coming out. Not uh, there, to that. Joker Part One is not a part of the Snyderverse at all. Uh, yes. Nor will Joker Part Two. So, but so but, I think uh, at yeah, the beginning uh, of the movies now, the, I think you're gonna see like a distinctive like sort of like Marvel movie where you get like Marvels to have that dun 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 dun. dun. But then if it's not part of that, you just kind of get like little. Marble, like you don't get the big dramatic mm-hmm. insight. Oh. DC has their own version of that where it's just like you see the like cartoon version of Justice League, and then they then there's the entire like all the characters are there. But uh, but when Joker came out, it was like DC, just DC. DC, you didn't get the whole the full fanfare. Um, so yeah, because now yeah. talking about comic book movies, this. I know it doesn't come out for another year and a half now, but Deadpool 3 is going to be the first Deadpool movie to get the full treatment. Oh, I'm very excited. Very excited. Deadpool has only gotten the Fox fanfare. And then it comes up like in association with Marvel. In association with Marvel. 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 Yes, I am Marvel. But yeah, I know we're getting off track and we always do. But it's, I think this is why do. 100%, even though it's going to still follow the story arc-ish, there is no way that this movie is going to be called Deadpool 3 because it won't make sense to have Deadpool 3 be the first one in the story. So it's going to be Deadpool um, something. Yeah. Deadpool... It'll probably, it'll probably literally be a raspberry sound. That they phonetically 
spell. Well, I mean, at this point, because they've got the Ant Man and Wasp. Like now, the cat's mm-hmm. been out of the bag for longer time. Like, they could literally just call it Deadpool and Wolverine or something like that. They could call it Deadpool and Wolverine, but they're probably not. There's. They now own Fox, but there's probably still something where, like, we can't call it Wolverine. So, uh, TBD. We will TBD. find out. We will find out about all of that. We're just talking about Shazam 2. Yeah, sorry. Now, gods. now, if anyone's I think watching. The best thing about this story was they didn't base it on any comic book arc. This was a completely original story. Uh, so you can't get people Chris going, Morgan. actually, if you read the comic book, this wouldn't. It wasn't how it happened. Exactly. I think they made the smartest decision. And uh, James Gunn, I know you're listening. So just make your movies, man. Don't don't worry about this movie has to lead into this one, which leads into this one, which follows that one. Well, just just make your stories. If they cross over, cool. Like Marvel got it. The the Conjuring got it, but not everything has to get it. And uh, just just make movies, dude. Make an entertaining movie, and that's what Shazam has been. And uh, thank you, David S. Stanberg. Four to five. Yeah, beautiful stuff. Right, we are getting towards the end. Uh, we obviously that's been ending on a feel good story. No, before we get into that, just a little bit of housekeeping. Ping. Um, obviously, you know, if you do what if you're watching the video version of this, you're watching on YouTube. I'm sure you've watched many YouTube videos before, and they always do the cliche hey, leave us a like and leave a comment. Um, like and subscribe, Ring, like, smash subscribe. that bell, smash that bell. But yeah, if you could, if you are just press the little thumbs up button, not for our ego, apparently, it helps with like algorithms. Shit. So just just simply by pressing the little thumbs up, you might then put us in front of a new new person might experience Waffle Box for the first time. So super helpful. If you are watching the YouTube version, hit the little thumbs up button. Spread the good word of Waffle Box. Please. We love you. Be your best friend. We're 90 episodes in. Yeah, come on. Guys, be cool. Be cool, guys. I do it for you. Hmm. I wouldn't, but he would. He's the nice guy. I'm the bad cop. <laughs> let's uh, let's wrap things up. Let's all feel warm and snuggly and fuzzy inside as we end this week's show, as we always do. And this week's feel-good story of the week. Feel a good story takes us back to the place where I was out by my mother, England. So, Liz Pinfield Wells, what a beautiful British name. Over the last four years, she has recycled 2,600 pounds of waste. Good for her, right? That sounds good, but there is. A- caveat to this so you know how some places you know some cities you know i know they do it around here where they're kind of like well we can recycle that but we're not going to recycle that Mm. um so what she has done she's taken it upon herself 
to recycle the waste that her city's garbage collectors won't pick up. Um, she started her own recycling center at her home when she learned her baby's food pouches could not be recycled by the city. She said, and I quote, our family has always done what we can, where we can as a household to help reduce our carbon footprint and recycle as much as possible, she told SWNS, whatever that is. I'm sure it's something fun. Um, Since first inviting her neighbors to drop off their trash, dozens have taken her up on her offer and she sorts everything into 30 categories of recyclable waste. She then sends everything to TerraCycle, where it is recycled into small pellets that are then turned into items such as benches. Uh, the money she earns is donated to local causes, including the community garden and her daughter's gymnastics team. Mm-hmm. Right on. Right on. Well, as the saying goes, one person's way, trash folks. is another person's... Well, trash, it's still trash, but good for her. Yeah, I think that's just, that's a good... <laughs> Thanks, Lathan. Well said, Lathan. Well said. Uh, yeah, it's uh, this is a great story. Um, yeah, that's all I got. That's a great story. So, But... Shout out. I actually have a connection to because it's actually TerraCycled. So I don't know if I did I ever mention oh. that I've I've joined forces up with TerraCycle? Negative. So what I found out, what you could do, so I've started because what I've I know I've got filthy, dirty cigarette smoking habit. It's bad for you. Don't do it. It's disgusting. But mm-hmm. what so what I used to do is because again, I'm I'm no, do you know what I'm feeling deja vu. Maybe I have told this story before, but whatever, I'll tell it quickly. So our, our garbage collectors, what they don't do, they don't tip the garbage into the back of the truck. They just open up the flap, grab the bags, and put it in the thing, right? So if there's some That's loose true. crap at the bottom, that doesn't get picked there. up, so it just stays in there. So now, to prevent all the dirty crap getting as much as possible, I have I have two buckets in my backyard. So I have one okay. for, like, dog poop bags and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so... The night before collection day, I just tip all of those into the kitchen waste. So then it's all in one bag and they can just pick it up and throw it away. Happy days. And then in my in another one, I put all my extinguished cigarettes. So they're now like, mm. and I used to do the same thing. I used to just throw them in the trash can. But then I found out what TerraCycle do, and I'm sure other people do, but whatever, shout out to TerraCycle, is they will discard all the crap from it and the filter itself they then melt that down and turn it into these plastic oh. pellets which they can turn into pe- um, pellets benches and things like that every side so they give me a, a pre-postage thing so I just put all my once I collected enough I just pour all my old cigarettes into a ziplock bag make Shut sure up. it's sealed up put it into a box put the sticker on that they give me, send it off, and they recycle my old cigarettes. Shut up. Yeah. And they actually send you a check for like, it's 70 cents or whatever, but they still send you a check. Oh, I don't know that. that. I don't know that. But oh, okay. I mean, she's okay. making money. I, I, I heard that so wrong. Maybe. I heard that wrong. No, no. So, so Liz, Liz says she's making money. She's donated to charity. So maybe I will get some money for my old cigarettes. Wow. And so if smoker, I do... 
I will donate that money to my local store in exchange for more cigarettes. Yeah, why not? You got at least a pack out of it. You'll get Something, at least a yeah. pack out of all those. And I don't know how many cigarette butts you're sending them, but wow. Yeah, dude, I fucking... So, I haven't had a cigarette in eight years now. This, uh, or, geez, dude, I think it's coming up on 9, May 30th. Anyway, that, that fucking long. Gracias. Gracias. Um, when I was a smoker, I used to keep my butts in a Snapple bottle. Why a Snapple bottle? Because it was the only glass bottle they were selling at the time. So it, I didn't have to worry about the thing melting. I didn't have to worry about setting on fire. I just, I, I'm done with my butt. I throw it in the bottle. It can still smoke. I just seal the lid and leave it in the corner and no problems whatsoever. And that was what I would do. The bottle fills up and then I throw it in the trash. Not the recycling, but the trash. So this is fascinating, fascinating times we're living in, Mike Fish. Indeed. I'm good. So even for anything, you know, my my cigarette smoking is good for the environment in a very <laughs> roundabout way that I can use to help myself sleep at night. Mm-hmm. There you go. TerraCycle. Shout out to TerraCycle and shout out to Liz Pinfield Wells of Dorley uh-huh. in England for doing her. Yeah. Well, that does wrap up another episode of Waffle Box episode 90 in the books, Kush. 90. 90 of them. What a crazy world. Good times. Being close to that big triple ditch, triple dubs. Um, Kush, I know you produce other podcasts over at bosnet.family. Have you got any new content coming out in the next couple of days? You can already listen to me with uh, Terrell Trotty and uh, Lord Battle himself, Russell Fisher, and we talk about UFF 666 coming out next week. But if you want to listen to next week's episode, Steven Steinbacher and I are talking about the best movies of the last three months. Is it Cocaine Bear? Is it Ant-Man? It's definitely not Ant-Man. Is it Shazam 2? You don't know, but... That's what's going on on the Bosnet.family this week. Microdose. Go ahead, Mike. Wonderful stuff. So yeah, check that out, Bosnet.family. If you do want to follow socials, go to at WaffleBoxPod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Enjoy WaffleBox.com for all the links. If you are listening to us and you watch the What's Video version, you can do that. Enjoy WaffleBox.com. If you watch the video version, you're like, my God, their faces are hurting my eyes. You can just listen to us. Go to enjoywafflebox.com for all the audio links. But it's a good night from me. It's a good night from Kush. Say good night, Lathan. Good night, Lathan. Until next week, take care of yourselves. And each other. Woo-woo-woo. That's all, folks.